Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. Many, many. Hi. Hi. This is a bit weird, isn't it? It feels like a boardroom meeting. This is just for only fans. Well, now, yes, for the audio, there's a... (laughs) So first of all, we're in the room together, which doesn't happen an awful lot. No. uh, But we're here at... Bister Heritage. Yeah, that's right. And specifically, we're sitting in what is now the showroom for those little Austin J40 pedal cars. Yeah. Which um, used to be the Singer showroom. Yeah, I think it did. And my dog made a terrible mess of their floor once. You didn't? It didn't? Not like as in dropped one. It it was at the scramble. I brought my dog to a scramble. Yeah. I don't really know why. She's not really into cars. Yeah, no, she had a nice day. She got fussed over. But it was very wet, like it is today, and her feet got very muddy on the grass. And then... Oh, and she just trashed the floor. I was walking past here and I saw someone I know, and he went, hey, come in. And the guy from Singer was like, oh, what we've met before. He He went, come in, not you. No, he didn't. I was like, are you sure the dog's all right in here? And he went, yeah, yeah, of course. And it has a, a white... Floor. It was, it's white. And it? amazingly, I don't know if it still is. Johnny's now going to have a look yeah, through the window. We're in the like an ivory. Office. Yeah. A surface of ivory. The surface uh, was very white and clean. And it's weird. People's shoes. Perhaps because people were wiping their feet as they came in. The shoes weren't doing too much damage. But the a massive hairy oaf. It's like a small polar bear. She left paw prints everywhere. And then I think she was. Someone came to stroke her head and she got a bit excited and she did that full, like, four-wheel just traction. Just trying to say, Yeah, she did a full, yeah, by, by the end of game. Yes, yeah, yeah. both ends going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, um, yeah, and I was like, I'm so sorry. And as I left, one of the more junior members of the Singer team was getting the mop out and I was like, oh, God. I, uh. Anyway, so we're here together in person. Yeah, which does does rarely happen. Um, and if you're listening to this in audio, uh, you won't know that uh, there's a big desk fan on a windowsill behind us. If you're one of our patrons, you may be watching this on video because we're shooting this unusually. We don't usually get a chance because we're not usually in the same room. No. And we, yet, here we, we are. We just choose not to. On a very wet day. Yeah, let me, let me tell you about my journey. Um, it wasn't interesting, but there was one part of it. It wasn't. It really wasn't. It's a, it's, wow. a, it's, a, it's actually a very shit route from my house to to, Is to, it? to Bicester. Yeah, I can't think. What, do you have to go round Birmingham? No. Oh, you okay. Go across to Kettering slash Northamptonshire, and then you just wiggle across and down and cross and up and oh, cross okay. and down. It's a bit of an etch sketch route where you're constantly. It's an actual etch sketch, so you can't get up to any good speed. It's always mm. interrupted by annoying roundabouts. Mm. It's just shy. Anyway. That's not the reason for me talking about it. I was behind the Beetle-backed Audi e-tron, which is the Sport... Is it the Sport-back? I actually can't remember. So it's the e-tron, Jeez, the big e-tron. Yeah, which but is it, not called the e-tron anymore. 
It's not called the French turd. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it is. I think it's. You know, I can't remember. It's they because they realised all electric cars were going to be called turd. So yes. it's rather than just being the Audi e-tron as a standalone model. It's yeah. now the Q8. No, the Q8 uh, is something else. Yeah, the Q8 e-tron. I think it might be. Well, anyway, all you need to know is there's, know there's two versions of this car, and they have been for several years. One yes. of them's got the more practical bum, mm. and the other one, they're both SUVs, has the Beetleback. Yes. You know how fond I am of SUV Beetlebacks. Yes. Well, this one, I, I mean, I was muttering because I was just behind it, just pointing at it, going, that's just a shit car. But, <laughs> but also, I noticed on the tailgate, yeah. it had, um, do you remember those COVID security tags? Which COVID put, security put, tags? Do you, did you ever test any cars during off of pandemic? I don't think I did. Okay, no. well, well, when I did, the car would be sealed. The car would be oh, sanitized, and yes. then there'd be a seal put across all of the doors. Yes, I did say see it, like a security tag. Yeah, I saw uh, other car journalists putting this on yeah. social media, and usually a key on a table in a sanitized bag. Wasn't there one car company was like basically releasing like a sort of smoke bomb inside the car that sort of sanitised everything? Yeah, that's true. That was it. Folds or someone, but yeah, like those aircon bombs that you can buy when you're. Yes. Have you ever tried an aircon bomb? No. Shit. I when are they good? Yeah. When I first bought our Chrysler 300 C Touring. Yeah. Sweet, sweet car. Sweet. sweet I miss that car. Um, I got it home, and because it was a trade, it was a trade-in. I bought it off of the trade and all that. I've got friends in the trade. I bought it in the trade. I know a guy. No warranty given, but obviously trade price. And I got it home and I thought I'm going to give it like a a bling because I don't know who's driven it. Mm. You know, I just want to make it feel fresh. So I bought one of these air con bombs. I think it was a, I think it was an auto clean one. And um, read the instructions and set the bad boy going for whatever it is, 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I think it's 10 minutes idling outside with the con on full. Right. And you, you put this thing in and then you shut the door and you, you just walk away. And it just looks like someone's let off um, tear gas, you know, the, yeah. like a canister of tear gas. Um, I thought, well, I hope it actually does clear. There's not like a fault. And it <laughs> stays like that no, for half I bought day. the one with glitter in it by mistake. <laughs> yeah, damn it! <laughs> glitter bomb. <laughs> that would be... That, that would interrupt with a detailer's OCD. Oh a thick pile black carpet yeah. with gold glitter. <laughs> yeah, I said it was going to be a two-day oh, job. Dear. It's going to be two weeks. Yeah. It's going to be two Actually, weeks. Just, you know what, scrap the car. It's going yeah. to scrap the car. I've standing knifed all the carpet out. Yes. <laughs> it would be easier just to drive it to a lake. Yeah, but the con bomb went, went off and then subsided. And then I snuck back. Like It felt like I was sneaking back to a... <laughs> to a firework that I'd left oh. and I'd, but I'd left it long enough and gone it can't go off now it's been 40 minutes the yeah. firework can't go off went back and opened the door and it smelt like um, it smelt like when a builder mm. in the old days mm. goes home changes and then goes to the pub we've talked about this before an yeah. extra soapy fresh soapy odour oh okay sort of like a, you know, remember the smell of talc yes so old, I like the smell old of school leisure centre changing rooms. Yes, <laughs> where someone's been <laughs> absolutely. Someone's been matting down their ball sack. Oh, <laughs> with the bag has been after a vigorous game of squash. Yeah, oh, completely. Because I have always been intrigued by those con bombs and wanted to do one in my Range Rover because I think sometimes the con's got that sort of. I've changed the the air filter and stuff, mm. and it's but sometimes you just go, ooh, that's got old con smell to it. Yeah. So I. 
I thought I should get a combo, but I never have. Maybe I should. You should. You should. Are they expensive? No. I, I can't remember how expensive <laughs> they are. No, they're only 500 quid. Mind you, since the pandemic, I don't know. They could be 60 quid and they were four. No, I just thought, because obviously I've, got a, I've still not sold the Range Rover. Uh, you still looking for people? Well, uh, we had a couple of listeners who'd seized the initiative and went, yes, but then both of them passed in the end. Well, actually, one of them didn't get back to me. If you're listening and you know who you are, then um, <laughs> you yeah, still for sale. And then are. I was going to sell it to a mate's sister, and then he, I said, "Is your sister still interested?" And he went, "She is. She won't get back to you now for about five years. Oh, She's gosh. just that kind of person." I've had this with. Um, I've had this selling some electric mopeds just before Christmas, and then I've I casually put up for sale my the wheels on my Beetle mm. after all these years of having those period wheels on my beetle I thought I'm going to have a change mm. bought a set but I'm not changing them over until I've sold them had someone immediately contact me and go I'll have them yeah um, and then about three weeks later I just sort of went well look now Christmas is all over and whatnot. when do you want to come and get them and they mm. were like yeah money's a bit tight so I'm not I'm not no. buying them now I'm like oh great and then the electric moped people have all gone a bit quiet so I'm like oh. mm. but not you Mark Mark, you're, you've, you've, you've bought, Mark, you've ordered the broken Mark, one. The okay. broken one is still yours. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. But the others are still yours. Good old Mark. So, yeah. I think I'm going to stick the Range Rover on one of the online auction sites. Are you? Yes. Are you going to... Can you take a picture of you with one leg up on the tyre? It has to be on full lock. Okay, yeah. With that jumper on. Because uh, I love... It's, if that jumper okay. is so similar to my jumper... <laughs> For the tape, I've come today as Walter Rolneck. Uh, as people watching the video will notice, I decided it was a Rolneck kind of day. Uh, Colin no regrets. Back. Yeah, Very yeah. Um, I just checked, and by the way, is the Q8 e-tron is now what that bigger electric ID is called that was once just the e-tron okay do you know what I saw on the way here was um, and you thankfully don't see them around very much but coming towards me was a current shape BMW X6 yeah and I realised that from head on that car looks like an XL bully oh yeah it's got a flat head yes it's got a flat head and an aggressive face yeah and it should be banned yeah, it should be. So, it? I mean, the dogs, I think, is a mixed bag. You know, if it's if it's well looked yeah. after and trained, then it seems a little unfair that yeah. these poor dogs are being put down or whatever. But the X6 is an abomination and should be immediately exterminated. I agree. Unilaterally. It's, it's it's getting worse. And the other thing is, is I bet every owner will be like um, an XL bully owner who goes, they're not that bad, actually. They're actually yeah. really good. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot to like about them. And you go, is there though? No, it's a mutant. It's a status car for people who have something wrong with them. Yeah. There's no need. But yeah, it's got a flat head. You know how a lot of those dogs, they have that kind of like Sam the Eagle out of the Muppet Show flat head, but, but <laughs> yeah. not at all. Yeah. It's got a squashed flat head. And I just yeah. thought, oh, it's an XL bully car. He's got, got this, that, 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 that eagle that, mm. from the Muppet Show. Yeah. It looks exactly the same as the, the culture reporter from the BBC, who I've forgotten the name of. There's a guy culture who looks reporter. just like that. Is He's extremely well-read and interesting as a... A presenter and an interviewer, but he. All I think about when I see him is that he's the eagle from the puppy. <laughs> you know <laughs> that makes me a terrible human. No, I mean people can look like other things, and it's that I've you been know. All sorts of in uh, sort of families when you're growing up, you have little sort of family things, things your parents say, or things that just are sort of a family thing. Um, my parents, I think my mum particularly, used to always go when I don't know some kind of like 
moral issues that would come up. She would always do Sam the Eagle. She'd go, standards, Kermit, standards. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, I just picture Sam the Eagle. Whenever someone goes, well, it's a bit of a moral conundrum. Standards, Kermit, standards. Standards. Um, Speaking of things I saw on the way here as well, or I saw just before I left home, you know, last week, a man in a Kia Sportage gave me a finger pistol to say thank you for letting him through a gap. Yes. This morning, driving past my house, I cannot be sure it was the same guy. It was the same coloured Kia Sportage. Yeah. Now, this time, he didn't. I was crossing the road, and I thought he was... He looked like he was slowing down to let me cross, but then he didn't. It just carried on. But as the Sportage went past, it had, it had newspapers spread across the dash top. Oh, what to absorb moisture? Or... I don't know. It was a brand new Sportage. It's the current shape. Is he? I know what he's doing. <clears throat> he like he drives fast the back lanes to work, but he eats a really messy probiotic yogurt or overnight oh, oats. It's for <laughs> <laughs> and overnight oating when you're on it on a B road is a really bad idea. I I've not done it. I just I can't figure it out because apart from anything else, you think they just slide around a lot and be really annoying. Mm. But why would you sort of throw... It looked, at a glance, I couldn't really tell for sure, but it looked like a sort of multi-sectional paper, so probably the Sunday paper. A weekender, yeah. 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 And, you know, they are many-sectioned, and it can be quite hard to get through it all in one go. But why throw them on the dashboard of your car? I don't understand. It was puzzling. You've, you've, you've reminded me of a lot of, the, a lot of the barn finds that I do on the Late Break Show. You find paraphernalia in cars that have been sat for a long time. Mm. And I've bought cars that have been sat that have just bits and bobs in the boot. You often find an old newspaper. And it's it's just, it's actually fascinating. Yeah, I love finding an old newspaper. But we're in the decline of newspapers now, so... Yeah, I found an old internet under the sea, look at that. But we don't, people haven't got that joy of of opening up an old local, it's usually a local local paper. And seeing classifieds. Because that's the thing, a local paper probably in the back has got adverts from local car dealers and you can go... Bloody hell, you yeah. could buy an Escort for £700 and it was only two years old yeah. because it was the late 70s. Yeah. But, yeah. And somebody found um, on Twitter recently uh, though an advert for a... It was a, a car washing machine which you could order. I saw this. <laughs> yeah. That you could put in your own carport. And yes. this would have been 70s, yeah. maybe 80s, early 80s. And it was called The James. Oh yeah, it had a really odd name. Like, why would you change name? A car washing machine, like with jets overhead. You know, like imagine um, a spray bar that goes around like a, a lower. That's case what it end. was, wasn't it? Yeah, a spray a, bar setup. It, it looked, looked like really... one of those um, ones they used to wash trains. <clears throat> yeah, or buses actually. They do a lot of them with buses. Yeah, don't they? Just yeah. Driving through, but in your own carport. I saw you put this on social media, didn't you? I saw somebody put. Mm, I don't think it's a good idea to put your car away wet. No. Which is fair enough, unless you ran it as you backed out, perhaps. Unless right. it's a drive-through, you've got to have but a completely open carport. <laughs> most, yeah, most carports sort of aren't. I've got a carport and I love it. But there's a wall at one end, sure. Yeah, there is. It's a garage. At the other oh, okay, end. yeah, that's yeah. The lost art of the carport. Did the carport's great because you can do bits and bobs and leave knickknacks in there, and even if it's torrential pissing rain like mm. it is today, yeah. it's okay. It's just fine. Even like when, you, when you when you return a parcel, like I did the other day, mm. and I was very pleased with myself because I, I put these things off, mm. and I, I get the returns uh, little form and, and print it out, and then it will sit there for another eight days because I'm a, a complete flute. Yes. 
And then I'll think, no, I've got to send it off because it's been eight days since I printed the thing off. Yeah. And I'll send it off. And in the case of this one, it got sent back to me. But <laughs> <laughs> because you, I, I you put your address on it by mistake? No, or? I printed because they. I did the online form where it, it, it only sends it to them because oh. they. it was a free returns thing. Yeah. And it went to me. Took five <laughs> days. It took five so days. So it didn't go to them and then back to you? Like It went to the local uh, post office, you know, every collection. Right, did. and they just sent and, it and back it, to and you. And I saw him, <laughs> I saw him bleep the, 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 the QR code. So I thought it, and I got a little receipt saying, it's been dispatched. It's, it's been dispatched. It's out of your hands now. To you. And then five <laughs> days later it goes, hey, I have a thing from every game. Hey, your parcel's coming. And I'm like, I, I haven't ordered anything. And then it's, like the, it's like a boomerang parcel. That's. Have you got rid of it now? No, or is it it's still, still <laughs> it's at home. I'm really pissed off. That's. It. Yeah, I think you just you just keep it. Whatever it is, just keep it now. This right. is the sign of a just a hapless hoarder. Just won't return things because it's too much annoyance. Yes, I. I would. Well, yes. We've all done it. I know. I just. That's the thing. I just, sometimes I'm just too lazy to do these things and then you go and you end up with that suit that's three sizes yes. too big and you just, just go, wear it fine one of the kids will grow into it in ten years time it'll be okay just because I was too feckless and lazy to go to the post office I've accidentally ordered four pairs of high tech silver shadows in four different <laughs> sizes. sizes all of which are wrong and I just thought you know what uh, they'll come fine. good we could they'll use them for other things I wear mountaineering socks with that pair yeah. I scrunch my <laughs> feet up scrunch my toes up it's fine I'll get the use out of them toe fists Toe fists. I was talking about this with someone the other day about how my boy is, he'll suddenly go, my shoes hurt. You'll go, oh, you have got another pair of shoes. And then you'll find that he's been walking around with toe fists. For... He walks around with his feet clenched. Well, he has done. It's just, but then, yeah. Oh, I think he just, again, I think he's inherited my extreme lazy gene and he just goes, oh, I can't be bothered to mention that my <laughs> shoes are too small. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, God. Um, I was oh. looking at my notes of things I've written down and there's something that, I can't remember writing this. Do you know what? I don't even know what I, I don't think I've written down. I've written week. down in my notes. How yeah. do we feel about mismatched front and rear wheel styles? Why did I write that? Maybe I'd seen a Porsche 911 ST from the early seventies. Remember those? As in had... staggered. Well, do you remember the or... the 911 ST? Yeah. Had they wanted to put wider rear wheels on it, but they couldn't get the foosh alloys in that width. So they stuck mini lights oh, on yeah. the back, but they decided to stick with the foosh on the front. And that's how they came. And that's how people now often do sort of resto mod 911s. Yeah. And they um, do look good on mini lights, actually. They do look good on mini lights. And I don't mind that um, look because it's, you know, it's sort of very authentic and there's a backstory to it for the real STs. Motorsport vibe. But I saw, maybe I wrote this down, I think I must have written this when I was out walking the dog. I saw a, a Toyota Igo that yeah. at a glance appeared to have matching alloy wheels on it. And then, I didn't go around the other side to check, but too I realised... Too lazy. Too lazy. It means you've got to walk around it. Yeah, wouldn't do that. The front wheel yeah. actually was a very similar but not identical alloy off, I think, a Yaris. And I was okay. like, oh, now I've noticed that. That's just annoying. Why would you? I couldn't live with that. Yeah, I <clears throat> I like I don't mind um, custom cars, you know, really individualized cars with 
with different mm. wheels. I've even seen different designs of wheels on the on the offside and the near side. You know, so you really? drive, you're driving one way and it's got foosh, for example. Mm. You drive the other way and you go, oh, it's got cookie cutters. Ah, I'm kind of all right with That's that. That's quite interesting in I, a way. I went through a phase in my life, not for very long. Just want to add that where I wore different shoes on different feet at the same time. I wish I hadn't said that out loud now. I tried that. I had two pairs of Converse All-Stars in different colours and I tried wearing one from one pair and one from the other. Mm. People comment on this a lot and I realised that maybe I looked like a bit of a div, so I didn't... Yeah, I think I might have been a bit of a glistening bell, so I think I stopped that. It There's a risk it just looks like you've... Forgot dressed in yeah, the dark. Yeah, got dressed in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, it happens. Which is, yeah... <laughs> Totally understandable. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm down with that. Um, but what you just said reminded me, actually, that... Um, and, I, and I can't remember if I said it. Um, but the... Did I say anything about the Dacia Spring last... last no, podcast? you couldn't because it was under embargo. It's now not, is it? It's been it's released. It's not. It's been released into the wild. Mm. I told you about the... I told you about the hubcaps, didn't I? Now, did we talk about that on the podcast or in real life? I can't remember. Blur between the two. But if I, listen, if I talked about it last podcast, I'm so sorry. I'm an absolute I think you just told, no, I think you told me this when we weren't recording because you didn't want to talk about the spring because it was under embargo. Well, if that's the case, and I hope that's the case, all I say is the Dacia Spring is now available in the UK. It's probably the UK's cheapest electric car. I did a walk around video of it, which is now on the on the Late Break Show channel. But what interested me was the fact that you can't buy it with alloy wheels. It's, you did mention that, yes. Yeah, I think on the podcast, and, which is interesting. And it and it looks so good without hubcaps on. Yeah. Um, and I took a pair of hubcaps off. I asked the designer to take the hubcaps off. I don't think he was offended either. I think he was no. cool with it. I saw that picture you sent me of it. We'll stick it on the Patreon. Yeah, and it looked it good. Without, without the caps on it. Yeah. Now, I'm in an interesting situation because I realised that my Tesla has wheel trims. Yes, it does. Those are not alloys. They are plastic trims. I think they're alloys underneath. They must be because they're quite spoky. That's right. Within the sort of inserty kind of yeah. aero caps. Yeah. Now, within the, as you can imagine, very active Tesla community... You're saying Tesla, I've noticed. I am trying hard to say it now. <laughs> and then I keep confusing myself and going, is that the right one? I can't remember. And you always insert the year of the car. Oh, it's 24. It's a 24. It's, yeah, and, okay. uh, but I was, I, the wheels underneath are quite nice, yeah, they are. I think. They are. And some people, for that reason, take the plastic caps off, buy centre caps, which you can do for the alloys, and yeah. run them like that. And I'm yeah. sort of... Tempted, but apparently it knocks a little bit off your range. It will probably knock a few miles off, um, but ultimately, if it looks good, the other thing is if you're leasing it. I know mm. some people that take all the hubcaps off and just put them in a bag under the stairs oh. in case one of them gets damaged or <laughs> well, I falls thought off. that actually the plastic. I mean, you know, we all try our best not to curb wheels because that's I hate curved wheels. But yeah, accidents do happen. But a curved hubcap, Rich, that is awful. But at least it's relatively cheap to buy a new one yeah and that, yeah if it's a lease car you can send it back with whereas you know repairing an alloy is a little bit more complex and mm. so I don't know look at the it's size it's a minor problem to, to those of you listening and not viewing this we've parked our cars right outside and um, I'm in the Honda Insight and Rich is in his, his Tesla 24 24, 24 Tesla. Tesla Y and uh, the size difference is 
I mean, they're both aero-optimised vehicles. <laughs> yeah, so the inside they? looks a lot more aero-optimised from here. Because it's tiny well, and low. Well, the inside is shaped like a Chris Boardman cycling helmet from the 90s. Oh, I yes. always think, do you remember the teardrop yeah, yeah. aerodrome cycling yeah. helmet? That's what it reminds me of. Wasn't that, was that designed by Lotus? I think it was, actually. I think it might have been. The bike was, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe the helmet, because they'd yeah. done it as a package, wouldn't they? You'd got him in the tunnel with the bike. And yeah, yeah. In the wind tunnel. Um, I With a tapered bum. It's a tapered bum car. It's a very tapered bum car, and the, yeah. the wheel spats as well. So I think, I wonder if a, a Tesla with spats would work. I've thought about this a few Why times. Why do more people, particularly in the EV age, not fit rear wheel spats? I don't know. I think that there's some spat racism about. <laughs> I honestly think we, we could be in... We could be in an era of spat racism. Spatted. There was a racist spat. Yeah. <laughs> because they look quite cool. I mean, that, yeah. you know, your car looks cool with those. Old Citroëns look cool with, with rear wheel arch spats. And yeah. the VW XL1 yeah. looks cool with yeah. rear wheel arch spats. It draws you in. You didn't reply. I, uh, not to wank on about Teslas again, but I have just been driving the new Model 3 because I was asked to review it for Sunday Times. So I had that parked on my drive and... Um, I, I, I was, I did this thing. I was just logistics were all over the shop. They have been this month because I've been back and forth to London and all sorts. And London, London, leafy London. Well, not leafy London because I went to the Tesla PR man. Said it was a long story, but basically he said yeah, you can borrow the car this week. And I was like, oh, I won't be at home because he was going to drop it off. Yeah, I'll be in London. He went, oh, we're in London. Why don't you come and collect it from our Brent Cross delivery centre where people go and pick up their new cars? Yeah. You can leave your car here, take that one away, yeah. and then do a switcheroo. Did he not refer to it as Hamburg Airport in James Bond Goldeneye? Or no, he did, disappointingly. It's not in that bit of the car park oh, as well, annoyingly. Shame. It's in um, the really gloomy bit near the flyover yes, people, I know, who, I know the gloomy people who know the deeply unsexy Brent Cross shopping centre <laughs> in North London um, it's right by the big flyover that goes over by the um, well by the, by the shopping centre but by there's that big car park they often put a fairground in. I was just about to say the fun fair car park yeah, this it's is not interesting that. isn't it it's fascinating this yes, is so a really say, if you live in Auckland you're going what the merry fuck is it's this it's not even interesting like you wouldn't even come here if you were a visitor to the UK you wouldn't even go to Brent Cross no but you might see it if you had to drive around the North Circular Road anyway the, the it's it's not a nice environment in which to hang about but it is where you go if you buy a Tesla in London to pick up your car yeah and that's where I went and picked up the Model 3. And then the PR guy, very nicely, he said, because I was like, oh, I won't be back in London until like, the following week. He was like, it's a fine, keep it. So I had it for almost a couple of weeks. When I returned it, he wasn't there. He doesn't work there all the time. Yeah. And I just went into the sort of office bit where they hand over people's new cars. and said, hi, I'm returning the Model 3 press car. And the guy went, what? I said, I'm turning that Model 3 press car there for uh, so the PR guy's name. And he went, oh, uh, okay. And I went, and that's my Model Y over there. And he's like, great, okay. And I was like, so, cheers. And he's like, yeah, okay, take care, bye-bye. Oh, wow. And then I was driving home and I suddenly thought, that all felt a bit unstructured. Hope he doesn't accidentally sell <laughs> sell the press car. And then the PR guy will turn up and go, right, just here to pick up the... You've done what? Because it's just, yeah, I just like, I don't, I feel like I haven't Imagine explained it. Well, 
I didn't leave them the key to my car. Ah, good. The key card. Good. So that they, which I was going to, and then I didn't. See, that's it. why I would always tactically turn up in a sort of maybe slightly broken Fit Panda 100 horse. Yeah. Because <laughs> they go, well, clearly that's not a te- Tesla. So I'm not going to sell that. Well, I, don't, I haven't done a Panda update for a while because I've really driven the Panda because I can't. You remember I was on the phone to you and I decided to go and try and start it because I assumed the battery was flat and it wasn't. Yeah, it was fine. But it was very, very snowy and icy and it wouldn't defrost because, as it turns out, the fucking heater doesn't work again. <laughs> again? So I don't know what to do. I've got to get it back to the garage so they can have a look at it because they've obviously replaced the engine. It maybe just got a, a, an airlock. An airlock, or a, yeah. I don't know, but I'm just out of sight, out of mind. It's, well, it's <laughs> literally parked round the corner so I can't see it. I need to. But then tomorrow <laughs> is Range Rover MOT day. So while I'm up at the garage doing that, well, I'm not doing it. If it makes you feel any better, my um, my ghetto box mis- is misfiring. Oh, and um, it's fine because I think it's a call pack. Okay. I had a I had a, a printed sheet of adv- advisories when I had it all checked for the service. Mm. They're, they're sort of like green, amber, and red warnings and yeah. stuff. There was an amber next to the call pack saying several are corroded slash hairline cracked. Because they get all the road cack yeah, in them. Yeah. So I've, I've started up one day and it just didn't quite sound right. It was stumbling a little bit. I'm like, right, clearly a call pack. But I'm going to, repl- I'm this weekend, well, the weekend that your, this podcast goes out, it's a treat to myself. I'm going to replace the call packs on my Boxster. Oh. Yeah, in a barn on my knees. In a barn? Well, I haven't got a garage, so. What about the carport? Uh, yeah, actually, I could do it in the carport, but I like lots of side access, and that carport won't uh, give yeah, me that. Yeah. I like yeah. to sit back from my work. And Is really... there an underpan on those boxsters beneath the engine, or is it exposed? It has an exposed sump, but on the boxster, and again, this is really fascinating podcast. <laughs> on the, I'm going to go back to talking boxsters, about Brent Cross in a minute. It's not that big a job to do, which is why I'm, I'm sort of drawn to try it. You jack the car up, mm. put it on axle stands, mm. take the wheels off. Then in the inner wings, yeah. there's a little uh, plastic cover, which oh. is one bolt or maybe two. And then you can see all, a bank of three on each side. Ah. So it's actually really easy. It's almost you, like they thought of this. Yeah, you've just got to take the wheels off. If you don't take the wheels off, you'll be doomed. But, um, so Unless I'm you like, missed the tickle. Yeah, and my brother was like, why don't you just like do what normal people do and get it plugged into a laptop and it will say, that call pack's the bastard. Everyone oh. else is. And I went, do you know what? It says they're all a level of corrosion. Mm. So I'm just going to replace them all and then I'm going to do what my dad would do mm. and inspect each one. Yep. And if, if, none of, if some of them are good, I'll put them Keep back in the them. box, yes. put them in the boot, For spares. and one day it'll start missing or I'll go to a... A Boxster Stroker event, yeah, and, I'll, and, I'll, help and, so, and someone in the car park will go, "I've got a misfire." And I go, "Don't you worry, mate." There you'll go. just you'll I've be got, you'll be out and about somewhere one day, and you'll see a Cayman with its hazards on. You'll be like, <laughs> "Stand back!" A fellow mid-engine Porsche owner is in trouble. <laughs> do you know what I'll do. I will call myself the Coil Pack Samaritan, <laughs> and I will. So, because you do you have a Obladi Obladar reader? Yeah. So you yeah, could yeah. you could do a check on which I, one's I th- gone. I think so. Yeah. Is it that Porsche one? systems are a, they're a bit more complex than others? But oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can. I could do it. Okay. But I just thought I'll go old school and go. Do you know what? I'll 
Because my videographer, Phil, mm. who you know is a wonderful yeah. guy, does exceptionally high mileages in, in his Mazda 6 estate. Yeah. Again, interesting podcast. <laughs> um, he... I still think this is... To me, this is just stupid. He ordered a set of three tyres last what? week. He said, I've got, I've got a new set of tyres going on. Three, though. And I went, what? three? Why three? He went, well, the other one I only bought, like, I don't know, eight weeks ago. And I went, what? yeah, what? but, like, okay. why don't you buy four identical wheels, tyres, and then get them to give you that one, yeah. put it in the garage, because yeah. you're guaranteed to get a puncture in the next three months. Yeah. And, and he went, oh, yeah. He went, well, it's done now, though, isn't it? And I can't bear it. No, I can't. Uh, I can't. Oh, that's oh, making me very... Uh. I'm such a pedant. I'm like going, but the thing is, is you know that one at the back there is not the matching one of the other ones. It's not the same age. And you've, you've Sorry, I got distracted there, because the, I, I can see through. There's an internal window to an external window, and I just saw an ID Buzz van go past. Sweet cargo. Here within Vista. I have got an ID Buzz press car coming uh, I'm going to drive to Scotland in it for our live show do you know what I think I'm driving what? to our live show in a Tesla are you I think so which sort well I don't know because the email <laughs> should be through any minute and I'm not checking my emails while I'm doing a podcast because that's unpro yeah <laughs> but I'm gonna you bastard uh, but I'm either going to do it in a Tesla 24 obviously 24, 24. Maybe, um, maybe it's the one that I borrowed if yeah. they haven't sold it by accident well, yeah. there's, Ooh, there's a, the distinctive sound of scaff being dropped. <laughs> Don't know if that picked up on the mic, but I, I sometimes, I sometimes wish I could do like a work experience as a scaffer. Do you? Yeah, there's been some scaff going on on the road next to my house, and I've walked by a few times. Those guys move some weight in a day. Yes, they do. They move oh, you'd be in incredible shape. Yeah, I would. And that's I, the only reason why I would do it. I'm pretty certain I would grievously injure myself as a scaffolder <laughs> within the first week. I'm slightly scared of scaffolding. Are you? The scaffolding poles. Oh, poles, yeah. yeah. I'm scared of walking past scaffolding being dismantled that one of the scaffolders will accidentally drop a pole onto me. Yeah. Vertically downwards, so you know, to sort of spear through the top of my head. Really? Yeah, so I'll look like a horrible lollipop. Yeah, but also that's so odd. When they're taking them to the lorry, I'm always a bit scared that they're going to do a full kind of like seventies Eric Sykes comedy turn and twat me in the side of the head. If I see if I'm if there's if there's a scaff lorry at the side of the road with the hazards on and they're loading it, I always keep an eye out in case one geezer walks out into the road and does the full swing again, takes your windscreen or your A pillar. I have that fear. Imagine the A pillar kink. I'm not bothered about garotting myself. I'm bothered about A pillar kink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone I know, a relative of my sister-in-law's was one of the first people to get a Range Rover Evoque when they came out in whenever that was, 2000 and something. 13? Was it 2013? I think it might have been a bit earlier than that. I think we're talking like 11. 10? Yeah, Yeah. 10, maybe 10. And very proud of their brand new Evoque. Yeah. With, at the time, still I suppose a little bit of a novelty, the pano roof option. Yeah. Sweet. And they'd not had it many weeks when they were having some scaffolding put up or taken down at their house. Oh shit! Scaff pole oh, through the pano roof of the Evoke. Yeah. At which point the Evoke huge demand, and you could not get a replacement pano roof for love and the money. And that car was out of action for I think quite a few months. Whoa. Yeah. Which 
I think other members of the wider family were quite amused by because they'd been boasting about the revoke a lot and then couldn't drive it. The but scaff The scaff through the roof, yeah. So that's why. I mean, I know I have regular listeners to this podcast will know I have various unreasonable fears, including one about a bird <laughs> flying into my temple. temple. But, so um, but I think these are not... These are not un- uh, scaffolding poles in some way yeah, hurting me or my car. I occasionally dream about weeing and then wake up quickly to check oh. that I wasn't weeing. But that's nowhere near a bird beat to the temple. That's, I have that as a low-level fear that one day I'll just have a... Yeah. Do you ever also have that that terrible fear that one day you'll have like a massive daydream and you'll think you're weighing in a loo but actually you're just weighing in a library or a branch of WH Smiths or something and you'll get arrested? No? No, oh, I haven't had so that. There's like some kind of you know, brain trauma where you're hallucinating wildly. And you I told you I once weed in a cupboard in a pub the first time I drank illegally in a pub. I told you about that, didn't <laughs> no. I? That's just what's reminded me. So we had our fake IDs out. By the way, if anyone's listening, this is not a recommended thing to do. I'm not saying you should try this at all. Do kids still... No, the kids don't go out drinking. No, no, don't do it. No, they just all vape at home. Mm. Um, so we, 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 we went to the pub. We, we picked a pub that we thought we had a fair chance of underage drinking in. We all had our fake IDs. Mm. We got in there and it was reasonably busy, which made me nervous. I ordered a tray of cider, <laughs> got through, got cleared, took the tray to the, um, to the table and... I don't know, three more of the same later, things were going well. Ooh. But of course, then, you know, no one had tapped us on the shoulder and gone, are you actually 18? Yeah. We were 15 or 16. But then I was like, I need the toilet. And my friend had already gone. I'd seen him gone, go down the side of the pub. And I'd Just to be clear, time. you'd had four pints of cider and you had yet to visit the loo. Three pints and I hadn't, I hadn't broken the I seal. Mean, that's, okay, well, no, I couldn't do that now. I'm no. not sure I could have done it then. Though. Well, um, I managed, I think it was just the fear factor. Mm. But I didn't know where the lav was. So I'd right. seen my mate go down this corridor. So I said, oh, I need, I need a waz. Where is it? And he went, oh, it's, it's down there on the left. And I went, okay, cool. So I started walking down there on the left. And the, the, the light, the, there were no lights on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And I couldn't. I just thought, oh, maybe it's just a bit further. So I went a bit further, and it became incredibly dark. <laughs> and I thought, I don't want to go and ask. The bartender, or no, thing, no, don't draw attention, attention to yourself. No, 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 no. And there's just a door with nothing on it, so I just opened the door, and it was pitch black. So I just went in. And, <laughs> I, went, I went. I went in and shut. I went in and shut the door. Oh my god! I just went in and shut the door and thought, just get this done. I don't know where what this room is. Just get this so done. I just, oh I just, god. I just, I just, I just 
forced out of the fastest piss I could. Into the void. You don't know what you was there. It's been a prize there. collection of first edition <laughs> Dickens novels or something. <laughs> Well, it's there. And then I opened the door to leave. I thought I've got to get out of here quickly, mm. just in case. And as I did, someone else was coming and a light went on. And I saw as the door was closing, just a chink of light went through. And it was the cleaning cupboard. It was oh, of course. I just pissed all oh, over the mop, the buckets, the cleaning equipment. I just pissed on the cleaning equipment in the pub. <laughs> like a proper one minuter as well. Wow. Yeah. But I, and I, and I went back to my. Um, to the table with the boys looking quite sort mm. of stressed yeah. and they were like they were like did you find it I went no no I didn't no. I mean you're yes and, no. and then, then, then it was like so what did you do yeah. and I went it's a good two stage question <laughs> did you find the loot no did you have a week yes <laughs> okay so, yeah not proud of it but and they went well why don't you just keep going on because it's pitch dark I couldn't work out where I was Anyway, shout out to the rising sun in Bagborough. I don't, I, I don't actually think you're called that anymore. I think you're a different pub name, but you were great back back in the day. Back in the day. You were great. And really lovely vista, actually. Um, when you come out of the pub, it's on a big hill. A hard hill to cycle up. Much easier if you're illegally riding a Honda Cub 70, I've found, with no helmet. But anyway. Wow. Um, Two of our prime underage drinking spots have been demolished now. <gasps> I find it quite sad. So a historic pub, gone? Yeah. The <clears throat> Rifleman's Arms in Wilmslow and the Royal Oak in Oddley Edge. Both, both, both dead. Raised to the ground, new new houses or flats on them now. Oh, that is a shame. Do you ever, I don't know, again, this is it's probably, this would be described as like main character syndrome or something that I'm putting, it's incredibly self-important, but I feel like my, my personal history is being demolished behind me. Because Andre's Drinking Pub's demolished. Yeah. Uh, where I place I used to work BBC Pebble Mill demolished yeah next in Wilmslow not next in Wilmslow anymore still there but it's a different shop yeah I've completely reconfigured it <laughs> are you are you thinking that your life deserves to be preserved behind well I know it's, the thing, it's, it's, it's incredibly egocentric but it's just the fact that you know it's, and my family home our family home from growing up yeah completely redone um, remodelled remodelled it doesn't look like the same house they've, for some inexplicable reason they've um, rendered the outside so it doesn't look like it was brick before it's, you know, brick it, 50s it, house and, and it's quite annoying well it's just the kind of it's like I'm being deleted from history except I'm not I'm still here wanking on but the you're, you're building history now I know but it's fucking cast I just need to warn other places that I've worked that they're going to be demolished at yeah. some point because if someone makes you an offer you can't refuse refuse it yeah well that's it I suppose where no I other well I don't know actually I don't know about all the houses and flats that I've lived in but so any car you ever sell from now on you're going to put a caveat on it and go this must not get scrapped and if you decide to sell it it has to go back to me I want a boomerang car it has to keep coming back well I put the reg of my first car my Ford car into the DVLA checker yeah. Now, I assumed it had been scrapped because it's a car. It yeah. was from 96, 97. So it must have rotted away by now, and surely. It, and it hasn't. Well, no, it doesn't come up. You know, even when a car's been scrapped, usually yeah. it still just hangs around on that DVLA site. I mean, you can look up cars from the 70s and they're still on there. It'll just say no tax, no MOT. Yeah. And date of last logbook and you get, you know, you can pretty quickly. So I've done it for like my parents' old cars and they're still popping up on there and but they've pretty obviously been long binned. 
What, what? My my first car. Are you, can you share the reg or P eight five eight PDB. Say that once more for people who are slow like me. <laughs> Papa, Ata, Fiver, Ata, Papa, <laughs> Delta, Bravo. I do this now, what? and I, I feel th- th- this is another thing that I feel like I've become very dad about. What the NATO alphabet? P- postcodes yeah. said over the phone. Yes. Can I can I just take your postcode, please, sir? Yeah, you can. It's. I like doing it though because it makes you feel like you're an air traffic controller or a fighter pilot. Yeah, and especially if there's an S in there. I used to have one with an S in, but then you'd say Sierra. Oh god, yeah. So yeah. In- instantly reference to car. Yeah. Tick. Brilliant. Great. Um, well, now, I, <coughs> did we never we never talked about this on the podcast because I had this thought that how many oh uh, just on cue we've got a police siren yeah. in the background which is a very, a very police way of addressing things, isn't it? With the, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Um, how many cars are named after letters of the NATO alphabet? Alpha. Alpha. I mean, Sierra. spelled differently, but Alpha was also, or is also the name of a GM platform. It's the one that's under those rear drive Cadillacs. And oh. the latest Camaro as well. So and Alpha, Beta. No, hang on. Bra- NATO is Bravo, isn't it? I think it's Bravo. So isn't Fiat it? Bravo. Yes. Uh, C for. This is when, you know, you're doing the, the thing on the phone and you're trying to oh, spell something I'm and terrible. you go... I always get one wrong. Caterpillar. Yeah. See <laughs> caterpillar, cauliflower, right. cottage cheese. It's always N or something. I go, yeah. Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a pause yeah. on the other line. You go, yeah. so, so N. Yes. Yes. N for Nigel. C. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie. I don't think there's a car called the Charlie. <laughs> Maybe there should be. It's quite a good name. Charlie's a good name, isn't it? But it would be um, C-H-A-R-L-I. Yes. It'd be like a... a special edition Citroen Saxo. It'd be a Citroen, wouldn't it? Why hasn't there been a Saxo Charlie? I can imagine a Fiat Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no Charlie Delta, obviously. There's been a Honda Chally, which is a, a, mo- oh. a, sc- a scooter moped. Oh, Chally's okay. not quite Charlie, but will we let it off in this context? Yeah. Okay. So Lancia Delta... Uh, Toyota Echo. Yeah, they were crap. Foxtrot. VW Fox. Yes. Will we allow that? Minus the trot. I mean, it was a a trot of a car. Yeah, so uh, Foxtrot, Gammon. Gammon. What's G? Go. Golf. 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 See, that's the thing. I I was mentally running through this a while ago and I thought almost every letter of the NATO alphabet has a a car. Hotel. Not no. Is it hotel? It is, isn't it? It is hotel. hotel. Yeah. What yeah. a weird one. It's sort of it's such a pedestrian word compared to all. You would not call Delta. I mean, Do- they, Dodge called a car the caravan, which yes. I always thought was quite hilarious. Yeah. You could have called it the Dodge Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well that'd be the camper version, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why is it? It would. Okay, it would so be. H-I Indigo. I, I went past the other part of my dismal journey this morning, I pulled up at the lights near um, Silverstone Porsche. Ah. And uh, Porsche, depending mm. on your, your... And there was a, um, a, a VW Caddy van that was either a small camper or a, or a mobility access vehicle. I couldn't quite tell because it was, it was very funky and new. Mm. It was called the Vista. And it had those bubble finish holographic decals on it oh and I, finish yeah really oh. pronounced yeah and I thought oh it had big glass but they were all tinted out so that's why I couldn't tell if it was a camper or not and I thought oh if, if that was mine I'd have to add piss to that <laughs>
It's Alfred going. Yeah. Right. I need four letters. Papa Indigo Sierra Sierra. He was like, "What are you going to call your car? The Special Piss Edition." I'm like, "I am actually." I am because yes, I, want I am. To. But imagine uh, a camper van that's called the Piss Vista. Well, it's actually really because apt. yeah, you could then just stop anywhere and have a quick. Amazing. We in a sleep. I'm in the Cairngorms. I've picked an amazing place to overnight in my camper van. Mm. I'm absolutely going to point and shoot. Well, of course. At the hills. Yeah. I was going to bring up that message I sent you last night late on, but I don't think it's a very savoury topic. I like that one. I thought that was good. It's a very unsafe place to go. I went, um, I was in London and I'd gone out for dinner with an old friend of mine. Uh, who, is, who, who loves wine and is a real connoisseur of wine and food so we ate and drank well and he sort of chose a wine off the wine list and I was absolutely stuffed and a bit drunk and Brilliant. I got on the train home and but I had to use the, the facilities was it the really slow revealing door no it was a manual oh, door but it was the one in first class because oh, I thought I was going to miss the train so you know when you do that thing you're dashing down the platform it's just like go in the first door yeah. and then walk down inside the train yes so I didn't get have on a first class ticket but I thought I'll just get in first class and then I'm on I'm yeah. safe that's it yeah. and then but then I was like I've really got to take care of something before I go to my seat <laughs> and um so I just dived into the one in first class and it didn't have the powered door, thank God. Yeah, I hate the powered but door. But it did have, it's still where you just go, you're like, is that, is that locked? Yeah, it's the mistrust area. Is it? I'm not sure. Yeah. I just, but I don't want to, it was, and then of course the train pulled out of the station because I just made it. Oh. And that's just not enjoyable no. when you're in a windowless, small But I've room. had an aeroplane turbulence wee and it's oh God, a, a really difficult task. Yeah. You have to wedge... You have to wedge your shoulder and your head up against the side of the... Because it's like a tapering roof yes. on memory of the aeroplane. Yeah, a lot so of yeah. You have to wedge your head and then lock one knee out, whichever is your dominant knee, <laughs> and just try and get the angle. And, and after all of this, I thought, I should have just sat down for this one, but it never yeah. occurred to me at the time. Uh, if you're going to do a sit-down wee as a, as a man... An aeroplane is a good place to do it for um, safety reasons. From now on. A train as well, because a, a standing wheel oh, on a on a that you know, a lot of train tracks are a bit wobbly, aren't they? But the, I mean, a train toilet has such high traffic. Yeah. And I was talking to my brother last night about high foot traffic carpet patterns because <laughs> we are <laughs> rock and roll. And uh, he said, well, yeah, what, what, like a cinema? I said, yeah. Yes. Strategic swirls and patterns so that you don't know if somebody's sort of like dropped a chocolate ice cream or a dog has done something appalling. Yeah. And it's so, it's like a magic eye, but for terrible carpet and fitting. And I said, it's the same in rented static caravans. They always have strategic high arse traffic fabric on all of the sofas. It's it's You'd never choose it. You'd never go, I like that, let's have all of that, and with the yeah. cushions to match, you wouldn't. But for practical reasons, you're right. High arse traffic fabric. High arse tra- well, I suppose it's, it's a cousin of um, like public transport seating, like you've got in your own tube, tube train. Yeah. Because that has to be... I mean, the arse traffic on an average bus or tube or train seat is... And Yeah, that's why that maquette is so robust. I've been going back and forth to London quite a lot these past few weeks. You've mentioned it possibly just, four times. Yeah, I know, sorry. I just did, but London. It's not interesting particularly, except that I've mostly been getting the train. I drove once. Yeah. Twice, if you count, going back to give 
back, that Tesla that they may have sold accidentally. Yeah. And um, I've realised, it's taken me a while to cotton onto this, that, I don't know if any other people are familiar with the great, great western line between Paddington and Bristol, and it goes on down to the, sort of down to Cornwall, I think, it doesn't does. it? South Wales. But, GWR, yeah. Yeah, GWR uh, line, you know, with those trains, I can't remember what class they are or what thing, I, um, but uh, the standard class seats are in fact fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> They're really bad seats. You get a terrible numb coccyx. Yeah. And last night, full of delicious tapas and wine as I was, I realised I, I, I wasn't taking care of my business. I went and sat in a seat and I, and I, um, I got, I was watching something on my iPad, yeah. got my headphones in and I was, and I was very relaxed and I, but, I was realised I was very uncomfortable, and I ended up just sort of sprawling across two seats, like kind of to the point that I, I found sort of you know when you, like it's like when you find an incredibly comfortable position in bed suddenly. Oh, I love that. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. When it just all clicks into place. Yeah, love that. Possibly literally at our age, and I was I was sort of sprawled, and I was, suddenly I was like, I've achieved comfort. Yeah. But it wasn't long before we arrived in Bath slash Bath, and I was like, oh shit, I've got to get up. There was a brief moment in my slightly pissed mind where I was like. Oh fuck it! I just won't get off. <laughs> where where would you end up? In Bristol. No, this was a Bristol oh, train. So Bristol. That's still an unexpected cab ride home. I mean, yes. Penzance would be tragic. Tragic. Yeah, yeah. That would be a hotel. I mean, I mean I've, I've done it. I've, I've, not to, not to Penzance, but I've gone to Castleford or um, yeah, um, Doncaster before. Doncaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you should have been getting off at Peterborough. Oh my god! It's quite a difference. And then what do you do? You wait for the train to come back the other way. Was <laughs> uh, this late at night? This was fairly late. This was. Was a drink been taken? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a it was a do in London. Oh, I'm God. mentioning London now. Yeah. It was a do in London, and I thought oh, I'll be fine. And that's why I quite like falling asleep on the train going into London. There's nowhere to go because it stops at King's Cross, and yeah. that's good. Yeah, but yeah, the other way, dangerous game. No, I can't. Both. Risk it. I, I, it has crossed my mind in the past to set an alarm on my phone yeah. for the time that I know the train is going to be approaching, pretty... but I've never done it. Yeah, I've gone for the "I'll be fine" strategy. But last night, thinking about it, I found comfort. <laughs> I'd had some delicious red boots. I've got and... this image of no, you. I was, honestly, like... I was just like fully sort of sprawling, and I thought, like a coach driver on a long journey who's just sort of like locked. Locking himself out yeah. in the seat a little bit. I'm trying to emulate big, a big sprawl. Yeah, it was yeah. like for the purposes of the video, people watching the video, it was, it was a full. I was at a torso angle, probably about 45 degrees. Wow! And it was a very quiet train, thankfully. And yeah. I was in not a table seat, but you know, just a two airline seats. Yeah. So I couldn't really be seen, but I thought if anyone can see me, they'd probably think, "What a flute." Well, you just look like a, a drunk man who's had a yes, heavy business meeting. Yes, look. Fully out of control. Look at that drunk middle-aged man. <laughs> Guilty as charged. It was my mate I went out with. Is It's it's not that he's also a real connoisseur of, of food and wine and, and things. It's also that he is absolutely match fit when it comes to having a boozy dinner on a weeknight because he has to do it a lot with his job, I think. so. He is, is, he, is he Tiff Nadell? He's not. No. <laughs> very match fit when it comes to. He is, isn't he? A rich dinner followed by rich wine. I would have thought he'd be just fine. Yes. Oh God, yeah. I haven't seen Tiff for ages. I spoke to him on the phone a couple of days ago. Did you? Fantastic. Was it a long call? No, because he said oh. he said I'm picking up, but I've got a I've got a podcast that commences in seven minutes. Oh. Exactly. You've got seven minutes, Johnny. And I went, okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Hi, Tiff. Good to speak to you. Whose podcast is he doing? 
He does a podcast. He was a. He, I think he was appearing on on Fueling Around. Ah, with, with Jason Potato and um, yeah, and, and Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah. You've done that. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, he's a sweet Good podcast. Sweet, sweet guys. I heard you on that. Um, what's that podcast you just did? Of oh, the road to success. Yes, but is that in a van? Yeah, they've got their own podcast van. I can't believe they've got a van. fully insulated, incredibly insulated oh, with. Yeah. With um, with 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 power sources all around it, and like subtle LEDs, and a table, a proper desk. What van is it? Sprinter. Oh. It's really high cool. roof. Yeah, Ooh. I had real van envy. Yeah. I thought if you and I had this damn van, I mean, Mate, it's no he, Eagle Quest. Has he had it built just to record his podcast? Yeah. Day? Gosh darn it! I know, and he's having one or had one made in the states, identical, and what? he's going to tour the states doing a podcast recording. I I'm, I wasn't familiar with that. Podcast. Yeah, What's ben, the guy's name? Ben. Benedict, yeah, Ben Fowler. He's a really good interviewer. I, he, I think I really like what's him. His, what's his line of work apart from podcasting? He has several lines of work. He owns a fishing lake. He owns a. <laughs> yeah. He owns, I know someone who owns a fishing lake, and I don't think it buys you no, double he, global van no, no, strategies no. like that. No, he's invested. He's, he's a young guy. He's invested in about three different businesses. 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 And. Um, and it's got some very nice cars, actually. Got some very, very nice cars. Um, but yeah, he's really taken the podcast game seriously. Yeah. Unlike some people. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like maybe we should pivot towards motivational, you know, sort of life coachy, whatever you would call it. You know, secrets of success. See, I, I had the same feeling. I felt like maybe we should call it secrets of failure. We'll just interview people who've had everything's gone wrong. <laughs> Where did it all go we wrong? We rock up Smith in an Smith? eagle quest full, yeah. full of egg boxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> come on in. Come, come on in. in. Uh, yeah, it does smell a bit damp. We keep meaning to buy a con bomb, but, you know, it's fine. Or, or we did get a con bomb, but it was a glitter get one. In, get it's ruined Sit down there. We've bought a load of Boots meal deals. Pick yeah. whatever one you want. Yes. Pick one I mean, we say bought, bought, bought a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> just... just Whichever one doesn't fine. smell, that'll be, be fine. fine. I'd go with the Sim- Simply fine. And I very much enjoyed um, doing yeah, that. Yeah, well, I, I, but I thought that's, that's very big business now, isn't it? The, the sort of secrets of success type podcasts where people talk about how they got where they are. Cause I think, yeah, people just want to know the journey of um, business. Business journey. Yeah. Business journey. Business journey. Well, that's what we should, we'll do that. Do you know, that's sure. another good name for an MPV that no one's ever called. The journey. Business journey? Oh, there was a Dodge journey, wasn't there? Oh, was there a Dodge yeah, journey? Yeah, <laughs> yes. but named after the band. Oh, of course. Don't stop believing oh, God. in the Dodge journey. Do you know, that reminds me, someone the other day messaged and said, I've just bought a uh, golf rolling stone. What? And I went, uh, have you? Oh. And I said, what was the last time you heard about the golf rolling stone? Now, in this country? In this country. Oh, crikey. That was a Mark III, wasn't Mark it? Mark III, yeah. Because there was... Shit era. There was also a Bon Jovi. There was. Was there a now, another one? In Germany, I think there was another edition. Genesis. Was it Genesis? I think Genesis did one, yeah. They, they did the Polo Genesis. Oh, yeah, but, I, yeah, but that was wasn't that? the band. I don't know if that was no. a with the band. Because my, my neighbour had a Polo Genesis when they were new, and I thought it was Ace. That was the Mark... Three, three, I think three. Yeah, basically. Is it? Do they call it Mark Three? Yeah, I suppose they do. That. No, wait. no, Mark facelifted two. Mark two, yeah, facelifted. two and a half, maybe yeah. they call it now. Yeah, but they still got cack brakes. Yes, but, um, <laughs> I, but a very good-looking car. Yeah, yeah. So the the Genesis, I think you're right about the Genesis. I mean, I don't know if they're collectible. Does anyone want a Bon Jovi Golf? 
Does Bon Jovi want a Bon Jovi? Oh, he's, he's hoarding them. John Bon Jovi, yeah. Bon John Bovi. Bon John Bovi. Bon John Bovi. John Bovine. John Bovine. It does make me think, can you imagine if if Mick Jagger owns all of the Rolling Stones yeah. gods and he's just, he gets <laughs> bored and he just has eBay searches saved. Yeah. yeah. Anything comes up on, on, on any of the platforms, it's like, just buy it wherever it is in the world. Yeah. Stick it on the ship. If you're watching the Rolling Stones <clears throat> playing Shea Stadium and oh. Mick suddenly cuts short a song and runs off, you're like, hey, oh, yeah. we're all right. It's because an eBay auction has just come to an end. He's here yeah. in five minutes. I'm ever so sorry, but in 30 seconds, this one ends in Lithuania. And he's off and he's there and he's going, yeah, because he's got the resources to buy. Completely. He could fill rooms of them. Mm. And then at some point he'll be less secretive about what he's up to and he'll let someone in, possibly me doing a, a car cave, and I'll go, so what What cars have you got? Well, I'm glad you've yeah. asked. I've got, I've actually got 75 <laughs> golf rolling stones. What did, Mick Jagger did have interesting, an interesting car. Was it a DS or something he's got? He's had a car. Or is it Keith Richards and a DS? I'm trying to think which one's had a DS. I think it might be Richards. Yeah, I think it's Richards. Keith's had, uh, Mick's had numerous cars. He had a Ford um, Galaxy convertible, really? you know, when in the sixties when, oh, okay. when they when they were new in the sixties. So, of course, things were very different, different in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody had bad teeth. Yes, and there were lots of indoor smoking. <laughs> oh god! Um, I, we should wrap this up, but I just I was going to read out some of the many, 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 many messages we've had about school coaches. Oh, I, I knew we would have to talk about. I forgot. And to talk I, about we coaches. haven't got round to it. I think. Well, now the next time we're together, we will be in the same room again, but we'll be in a theatre. Glasgow. Should we talk about coach drivers? I will try and remember to print out some of the (laughs) coach driver messages. We've had so many. Thank you to everybody who uh, sent us a message, recollections of coach journeys. There have been some absolute doozies. Um, I won't get into it now. There have been. Because to be perfectly honest, I haven't been organised enough. (laughs) Although someone someone messaged me, I forget who they are, and they said, I can't believe, Johnny, that you talked about coach drivers on a car-based podcast and you didn't mention Gwyndaf Evans. Oh, X rally, X rally driver, X rally hero. Who yeah. was a coach driver by day, and there's an amazing old video on YouTube of him doing the school run. Really, and I think he has grey slip on shoes. Oh, on. and he's, he's dropping all the kids off and being interviewed periodically during the course of his yeah. average day. Yeah, whilst um, embarking on this campaign, it might have been in a Sierra Cosworth. Oh. Might have been in a Ford Sierra Cosworth embarking on his world rally journey, but he's just like he's just Gwyndaf, the coach driver from, wow. from from North Wales. That's so cool. Very very cool. For patrons, I'll find the link. Yeah, we'll it's... put a link up for patrons. Uh, also, patrons, you hopefully you can see this on video if this has worked. Uh, everybody else, um, screw be, you guys. We're going. Yeah, I forgot to prepare for the end of the show again because I was so busy trying to remember the microphone. I forgot to write anything else down. So three things are that Johnny has a solo YouTube channel that is actually called the Late Break Show. Yeah. Um, it's got lots of excellent videos on there. Yeah, you're going to ask me what. I, you're going to, yes. Yeah. You, you can't remember, no, can I you? Can't. <laughs> Where are you? Are you looking it up on LinkedIn? No, no. 
No, I'm looking at... Oh, oh I know. Short, you've got a very colour-coded diary there. Yeah. Uh, it's an update on the Austin Allegro. Oh, excellent. Um, sweet, 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 sweet. I'm pretty sure car. it's that. And then there'll be an embargo that lifts probably the day of this podcast going live on Monday mm. for the Renault 5. Oh. The new Renault 5 yes. walk which I highly recommend you watch. But don't watch anybody else's. Just watch mine. No, just watch Everyone Johnny's. else's is probably a bit shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. No That's, offense. I want this to, this, this can be a thing now. I want you to trash talk other YouTubers. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm this not week, into that. Johnny's slightly rude about Matt Armstrong's tattoos. No, um, I'm not going to do that. Come on. So the second thing I have to say is that I have a book out. It's called Boring Car Trivia 4. Please go and buy it. And also, please, if you like it and you've bought it through Amazon, leave a nice review. Yeah. Because that's a good thing to do. But also, if you want to review this podcast and you've got nice things to say, then please do that. If you have nasty things to say, please keep them to yourself. Well, all write nasty things, but put a five-star review. Just yes. for any Fox people. Yes, that's always a good one. Um, and the, uh, the third thing I've got to tell you is um, that... The <laughs> <laughs> the um, I, I was watching this documentary about Peep Show. Well, actually, it wasn't. It was a talk. They did a talk at the um, at BFI. Some of the cast and the writers of Peep Show, because it was sort of twenty years, I think, since it started. And one of the stories they told is that they Channel Four only paid them to shoot half of a pilot episode to see whether they liked it. Yeah, half, so only fifteen minutes. And then they decided that they did like it, and they said, well. We think we like it. Could you shoot the other half of the pilot script, please? And they went back to the flat that they'd rented in Croydon, where they'd shot, because it wasn't done on a set originally, it was done in a real flat. Yeah. And the owner of the flat had used the money they'd been paid to rent it for a TV production to redo the kitchen, which completely freaked the continuity of the pilot. <laughs> so the kitchen changed halfway through. I love hoist these. by their own I petard I love these I love these These. Look. I've got nothing to add I've just looked and just thought oh, it's no, okay no. So you, you don't, don't <clears throat> someone don't said to me that spot you know we say spot yes which we haven't said for a couple of no casts apparently I don't, I don't believe this I've tried to look it up and I, I haven't got this confirmed at all mm. apparently it means quiet in Polish oh but I don't think it does so can someone confirm with yeah, me yeah anyone in Poland speaks Polish spot uh, we were sent that um, Spolt Avenue in Llanetli, but there's also one in Scotland. Yes! Sadly, not near where we're going uh, in a couple of days. But someone also... I'm oh, sorry, I will look this up. Someone... Um, Spolt I think uh, our regular uh, correspondent and patron, Bindu Cannings, was the one who pointed out. There's also one in Australia. Is there? Yeah. Can we get... Please, can we get some people visiting them? And, and yeah, we will. Evidence. There'll be. I don't know. We'll we'll find, think of some kind of prize or reward for photographing yourself yeah. at, with a Spalt Avenue or similar sign, and particularly extra yeah. points if you do it in a Range Rover Spalt or Spalts. Any other car. And I and I, and I have to apologise to you mm. for the fact that the other week when I was driving to North Wales on mm. a, on a quick a shoot. Mm. And I was looking for somewhere to quickly grab something to eat for lunch. I went through a very lonely village. Mm. There was a closed pub on the right. Mm. And there was a full BTCC replica Mondeo on its own in the car park. What? You know the, the, the blue and the yellow yeah. livery? Yeah. Master Fit or whatever it was? Uh, livery, it might be. Yes. It was there. just there. I didn't pull over because I needed a wee and I was really hungry. <laughs> I, I was going to take a photograph and go, this is brilliant. 
It's in the middle of nowhere. It's near Welshpool. If anyone knows anything about that pub or the car, let me know. Mm. Uh, I'll try and find it. If it's been there for years, I'll find it. It'll on be on Google Maps. Google Maps. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. near Welshpool. It's a lonely village. Right. Well, uh, that's that for this. Um, yeah, we were look forward to seeing some of you um, in um, or near Glasgow on Wednesday. Yeah. Everybody else will organise some more live dates very soon. Yeah. But uh, for now, thank you for us. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for listening. Thanks uh, and all that. Yeah. Go, yes. Goodbye. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. Mugs, t-shirts, stickers. And now we do hats too. They're very stylish. This may come as a surprise. But Smith and Sniff have merchandise. You won't believe your eyes Smith and Sniff have merchandise Sadly we don't do pies But Smith and Sniff have merchandise One day we might sell ties Smith and Sniff have merchandise Sending me slow motion images of swans landing on lakes with the with the neck the neck course you the, ne- the neck movement and also the angle of the of, of the wings it's yeah. fascinating the way the legs come out it's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.